Alrighty, what is going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Underdog. It is Sunday morning, not sure of the time, uh, probably around 10-ish, 11-ish. And uh, last night, uh, just to update you guys real quick, because I want to go on off on a UFC tangent. So if you don't like the UFC talk, maybe rewind or fast forward it like 10 minutes, uh, because I'm going to get into last night's card. Uh, we had a little bonfire and had some friends over last night and we watched the UFC fights main event as I kind of previewed on our last episode was Tyron Woodley versus Colby Covington. There was a lot of good fights on this card. A lot of them. I didn't watch the prelims cause we were hanging out with friends, uh, and I didn't care for them, but the main card was really stacked and I'm going to quickly as I can go over it, uh, because I have some thoughts, um, about it. And we'll start off with the main event. So, Colby Covington, Tyron Woodley. Um, I set up, I feel like, I set up in the last podcast kind of like how I felt about this fight and what my prediction was. Um, the opposite of my prediction happened, which is what often happens. Um, I wanted Tyron to TKO Colby, and it turns out Colby TKO Tyron, uh, which was worst case scenario. It was weird because it wasn't really a TKO. It was in the fifth round, and Woodley was on bottom near the fence, and he popped his rib out or dislocated dislocated his left rib one of them uh as he was going for like a choke on bottom and uh overall it was just a not a not a good fight on tyron's part and uh i told y'all he's one of my favorite fighters but i gotta say i think it's time for him to hang it up i think it's time for him to retire and i say it because this is now he's gone his last three fights he's lost and that's 15 rounds he went uh five minutes round and 15 rounds and he's gotten absolutely dominated every second and every minute of all of those rounds and i don't think you can climb that hill i think he's like 40 and maybe 39 something like that late 30s maybe 40 and i don't think he can climb that hill anymore dead honest and it sucks because he's like i told you all he's one of my favorite fighters but when you're fighting uh the top of the top in this division welterweight and you're the former champion so you got a name so they're not going to put you up against uh, you know, anybody easy or anybody that you can gain your confidence from, they're going to give you the top dogs in the division. And that's what's happening to Tyron. But the problem is it doesn't seem like he's showing up for it. He's not letting his hands go. This is the third fight in a row. He hasn't let his hands go. He did a little bit more so than the previous two, but still it was just not comparable to the Tyron Woodley of old and Colby Covington manhandled him, dude, for five rounds, and then the TKO came. Uh, Tyron Woodley got his eye scratched in the third round, and I had a bad vibe. It seemed like he was trying to get out of the fight. Normally, I would never say that. I mean, obviously, he's got the balls to show up, so it's not like he's a coward or a wimp or anything like that, but it seemed like he was really having a moment on that third round where it, it, you know he had an eye poke. It was a legit eye poke, but it didn't seem very bad, and on top of it not seem very bad. Um you know, he had plenty of time to rest and the doctor comes in and it seemed to me like my initial thought was Tyron's trying to decide if he wants to get out of this fight because he's getting an ass whooping right now. It's the third round. He knows how much time he's got left and the doctor keeps asking him, can you see, can you see, can you see? And y'all know if you like UFC, if you watch any of this, uh, if you say you can't see, the fight's over. So that's kind of like always some shaky ground when we know there's been an eye poke and there's a guy who is standing there and you know he has his time to recover doctor comes in and he keeps asking for his towel he's like give me the towel give me the towel which obviously wouldn't help your eye uh so i don't know i'm not saying that woodley was looking for a way out but it honestly seemed like it and uh i feel i want to hear him speak on this um so i'm gonna 
you know, check in on Monday when they typically do their fighter interviews and uh, like on Ariel's MMA show. And I want, I'm curious to hear what he says about the eye poke and if he was contemplating getting out of there because what it looked like to me was that he was on the fence. Like, man, I can say I can't see and get out of this ass whooping that I, this fight that I know I'm not going to win. Or I say I can see and take an L for like another 15 minutes. Uh, he ended up taking the L for, you know, like the until halfway through the fifth round. But I don't know, man. Not good vibes about that fight. Uh, wish him the best. Hopefully he retires, honestly. Hopefully he retires. Um, dude's probably made a boatload of money. Uh, he reached the pinnacle of the sport. Got his belt, defended it, all that. I don't think there's anything left for the dude to do here. And uh, you don't want to get your brains bashed in for a living if you don't think you're fully committed so that's just my opinion could be wrong 100% open to being wrong but that was not a good fight and after seeing him do the same shit three times and not make hardly any progress um I think it's time to call it quits so that was the main event disappointing and sad co-main event was Cowboy Cerrone who you all know was coming off a loss from Conor McGregor last year he got knocked out in like a minute and a half he's a very slow starter in the first round, that's kind of always been what people will say about him, and it proved to be true yet again with this fight. Um, he started off very slow, fighting Nico Price, if you guys know who that is, and uh, thought he was going to get knocked out. Very surprised he survived the first round, but he did. And uh, yeah, that fight was ended up being a majority draw, which I'm actually happy about. Some people probably thought that uh, Nico won. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been upset if Nico won, but I think majority draw was the right move because although Cowboy started off very slow and it seemed like he was going to get knocked out, he didn't. He survived, and he kind of started coming back. Second round was very tit-for-tat, and then I think in the third round, Cowboy started to kind of put it on him a little bit. I'd have to go back and watch to be 100% certain because, like I said, we had friends over. So when you got people, you're interacting with people, you're not really scoring the fight watching it, you know. Uh, your level of attention isn't as focused. So um, I'm not calling robbery or anything for Nico Price. I think majority draw is the right decision. Um, but Cerrone, this is now what he considers his fifth loss in a row. Um, he had four previous losses before this, and then this one uh, at the post-fight press conference, he was like, this to me is a loss, so that's five in a row. I got to get my head straight. Uh, I think that's another one. It's got to retire, man. You've done everything you're going to do. I don't think he's ever going to make it to a belt. He would need a crazy run to be able to make it to a belt, probably like four or five wins in a row by finish or something to be able to make it to the belt in you know either 155 or 170. So... Uh, and he was fighting at 170. So to get to Usman, it's just not going to happen. And there's so many fighters in between that. It's just literally not in the cards. It's just not. And so I would like to see him retire, um, but he's also fun to watch. So I think he has it physically. I think these guys, I think their mental game goes maybe before their physical game, at least in the case of some of these like top of the top fighters. It seems like maybe they just get tired of doing the same repetitious things. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's strange, but you can see people when they're in this competing against the best in the world and you can just tell when they're not there anymore like you can just see it in their body language and their eyes and everything you can just tell they don't want to be there and both woodley and Cerrone, it's like you obviously don't want to be here man so just like stop fooling yourself you don't want to be here don't be here don't pretend and then get your ass whooped in the octagon for everybody to watch so that's just my opinion i'm not hating on him i think he's a legend of the sport i just think he's proved everything he needs to and i don't see him really redeeming uh redeeming five losses in a row or four in a majority draw. So that was that. And then we had Johnny Walker. Or who was the third fight? There's a, there's a fight I keep forgetting about. But Ryan Spann fought Johnny Walker. 
and that was a really good fight. It lasted for a round, and it was very back and forth. Johnny Walker almost got knocked out, got knocked down, and then by a miracle, as he's as uh, Ryan is trying to take him down up against the cage, uh, Johnny Walker starts throwing these elbows down, and uh, we all know Johnny Walker's got some nasty elbows. Uh, he's knocked out Khalil Roundtree with one, um, and uh, he did it again. So he did knock him out. I wasn't too impressed with the performance. He's obviously got crazy power, and he's very unorthodox, but I think he's going to have trouble at the top of the division. I think that uh, he just has a very just a lot of holes in his game. He's very reckless, and the unorthodox style is cool, but if you are so unorthodox that you become like a very reckless and you're getting hit with shots, I just don't think you should be getting hit with that early in the fight cleanly. Um yeah, so what his future is in, at 205, I don't know, but he is fun to watch, and he's got a lot of first-round knockouts. So that was a good one. And uh, there was one more fight. Uh, Chemayev, Kosmat, I can never pronounce his name, Kosmat Chemayev uh, knocked out Gerald in uh, like 20 seconds. It was the first punch of the fight, and he slept him. Um, now he's going to be fighting Damian Maya. He had two fights booked, uh, Chemayev. This dude's crazy. I'm not going to go into his story, but the dude's crazy, and he's on a tear right now, and UFC has really given it to him. I mean, giving him Damian Maya. Whoa. Damn, get, what the fuck? Okay, well, giving him Damian Maya is not a fight. I'm going to pause this podcast and figure out why my house is on fire. My house is not on fire. Good news. Uh, my incense, I lighted a few of them, like the few incense sticks, and I wasn't looking, and it lit up like a couple other of them. So there's kind of like a little bit of smoke, and the alarm is right next to my door. So that was a little scary. But anyway, I thought it would be good to pause it rather than keep recording. But we're just going to say that's the end of the UFC talk. We're just going to say the UFC gods did not want us to discuss that card any longer. So it was a good card. I hope you all watched it. But I want to talk to you guys about something crazy that I had happened to me um, a few days ago. I woke up and I was about to leave for work and Tyler, my roommate, randomly comes up to me right as I'm about to walk out the door and says, I just feel like I need to give you this triangle. He gives me this weird like stony, like stone, I don't know what material it is, I guess stone, I guess, uh, triangle and he's like, I feel like you're going to be in danger or like you're going to have bad luck or some, for some reason you're going to need this today. Like maybe a deer runs out in front of your car or something. I just feel like you need this. It's good luck. Here you go. I didn't take it as good luck. I took it as, well, why'd you just put that bad juju on me? Like now I'm going to be scared all day that a deer is going to run out inside of my freaking car, in front of my car. And I took it, <laughs> right? I took it because I'm like, put that bad juju on me and say that I need this triangle. I guess I need this triangle. So I brought it with me, left it in the car all day. And sure enough, not two hours later, I'm in an office building and I open up the door to deliver some food and I open up like the main door and I got to go up to the third floor, right? And for whatever reason, immediately I look at the elevator and I say, no, nah, I'm going to go up the stairs today. Don't know why. Wasn't like I'm afraid of the elevator, but for whatever reason, just my immediate thought was we're going the stairs today. And I try to go to the stairs, which were to the right, but they had one of those keypad lock doors, right? It was a medical building, and I couldn't get up the stairway. And so I didn't take it as like a scary thing. I just took it as like, ah, fuck it. Can't go up the stairs. Back to the elevator. And, you know, I'm in the elevator by myself going up to the third floor. It gets up to the third floor, and everything's going smooth, you know? I get up to the third floor, and 
the elevator before the doors could open it like shakes violently kind of like back and forth and then drops a little bit like i'd say like this if you're not if you're watching it's like a the size of like i'm gonna say like a foot like it drops like a foot maybe maybe even a little less we'll say half a foot it drops down but that's freaking scary when you're in an elevator i've been in plenty of shaky and not great elevators i think we all have but Never have I been in one that uh, moved like this and seen so much like it was going to be destroyed with me in it. And immediately my legs, so this whole event, as I, you know, the whole event of the elevator freaking out on me lasts maybe three seconds. And then the doors kind of open up real fast and I get out and my legs are real shaky because my first thought was, oh, fuck, this elevator is this elevator is 100 percent going down uh that's what it felt like it didn't feel like a normal sway of an elevator or you know like sometimes to get up to the next level and they kind of do like a little bump this was very significant and it scared me and my legs were super jello so it's like first off i'm immediately thinking like damn tyler told me to bring that freaking triangle like what are the odds somebody tells you you could be in danger today and then two hours later you are in danger for maybe you know even just a moment and I get out of that elevator, and mind you, the third floor, I don't know, I was kind of reading up just real briefly afterwards, because I was curious, like, what happens if the elevator's brakes fail? Does it just smash down to the ground floor? What happens? Do they have any safety measures? I've heard of people getting injured on elevators before, but I feel like there has to be some safety precautions. It did say that most of the elevators, if they fall or whatever, the brakes will catch them, and you shouldn't be hitting the ground, but obviously, I'm not thinking that I'm, th not, I'm not thinking that as the elevator doors or, you know, as the elevator itself is shaking so violently. So I thought I'm going down, and I don't know if you survive a fall from a third floor on the elevator. Definitely you're breaking some things. In my mind, I've always thought time the jump. In hindsight, this seems stupid, but this is what I thought. Time the jump so that when the elevator hits the ground, you're in the air, and then you just land on the ground. In theory, I feel like that... <laughs> could really fuck you up uh because my other buddy was saying actually what you're supposed to do is i think get down on the floor um because if you're standing on your leg like if you're standing upright uh the impact can really fuck up your legs so if i think they either you crouch or maybe you go prone even i don't know but you're not supposed to jump which is what i thought uh to do which is hilarious because how could you even time you're in an elevator how could you possibly know when you're gonna hit the ground and when to jump so <laughs> That was my stupid thought. Probably would have gotten more messed up doing that. But I hand the dude the food as I get out of the elevator, right? And I tell him, he didn't seem too pressed about it. I told him, I was like, Did you? well, first I asked him, I was like, does that elevator like normally shake? Because mind you, I've been on this elevator probably a dozen times in my life before. Um, I visit this place probably once or twice a month uh, delivering food. And so I asked the dude, I'm like, does that elevator normally shake real bad and like seem like it's going to fall? And he's like, no. And I tell him, I'm like, well, that's what it's doing, and you should probably go tell everybody in this office to not go down that freaking thing because it's going to fall. 100% uh, it's going to fall, or 100% it's breaking. Like, no elevator is supposed to do what that one did, uh, so you should probably check it out. And he was like, you sure? And he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to tell you don't go on that fucking elevator. And you should go tell somebody. And he says, okay, I'll go tell Bob. And that's all I know about it. So hopefully there was no wreck. It was on Montgomery Road. Hopefully there's been no elevator wrecks. I haven't checked the news, the local news, but uh, fingers crossed they 
heeded my advice. I tried to tell him, and like when he kind of brushed it off, I was like, no, dude, seriously. Like I tried to convey it in my best way possible uh, because if it wasn't just me on the elevator, I only weigh like 140-something pounds. So it's like if it wasn't just me on the elevator and maybe there was three or four other people on there, could have been a different story. So that was very scary, and uh, maybe, maybe that triangle saved my life. Maybe. I gotta say, I am so tired of them playing games with TikTok. Every freaking day for the past, what, three weeks, we've been hearing there's gonna be no TikTok. There is gonna be TikTok. It has to get sold to this company. It has to do this. It has to do that. It has to pass these security measures. How it is any less secure than, let's say, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any other app that uses your information, I don't know. I don't know the specifics on that. Don't even know if it's true, but finally finally it seems that things are fine because y'all know a couple days ago what was it thursday or friday they freaked everybody out on the tiktok community and y'all know i was a tiktok hater and now i'm a tiktok fan don't think all the content on there is great but i do think there's some amazing content on there and i think the platform itself gives you a lot of opportunity for growth um and yeah overall i just think it's uh, it's uh, a good move for social media like the direction they're trying to take it in uh and so it's been really fucking with us that they've been changing their mind left and right, trying to decide about what to do with the company. And finally, it seems like last night they updated it. They came out um, like pretty late. I think it was like nine or 10 at night. Cause we were watching the fights when we saw the news um, that TikTok had figured out their security issue to some degree, because y'all know they were going to stop it from being able to be downloaded on Sunday today. As of today, you weren't going to be able to download TikTok anymore. Not anybody who already had the app was going to be fine, uh, supposedly, but no new downloads, and they had until November to reach some sort of resolution with the government on ownership or security. I haven't really been following the whole thing. It seems like very wishy-washy, very kind of hard to understand the specific reasons uh, of why it's going down. And if it's if it's legit or not, like if it is a legitimate security concern or if it's being used for just like if it just got politicized like half the other shit in the world and just became kind of like a thing about the election. Don't know which is true, but thank God they reached a resolution and um, you should be able to download it still today uh, on the App Store. I can't go try because I already got it, but somebody who doesn't have it should go and try to download it just to see. But it seems like they figured it out and they have until November to figure out the rest of it. I thought I thought somebody already bought it. Isn't that true? This is why you can't trust the freaking news, man. It's like so hard to know what's real and what news is the most current up to date. Very complex and hard to understand. So it seems like TikTok is here to stay. Please stop messing with this. Just stop because it's weird. And I feel like if this is being politicized, it ain't good for the vote. You know, it's not good on the voting term because you're going to piss off a whole generation of people who use this app. And that's probably a lot of votes. So... I don't know. All I got to say is thank God they figured it out and just stop with the nonsense. TikTok is here to stay. All right, my friends, I had a good time doing this episode uh, besides my house um, beeping very loudly at me. It would have been funny if uh, I was just thinking like my incense thing is right here behind the camera and it was kind of smoking up like more than one incense should. It looked like I had like five or six of those suckers going off, but how funny would it have been if the smoke started drifting behind my camera and then that alarm went off. That would have been freaking comedy. That would have been comedy, but um, 
yeah thanks for so much for chilling with me um i'm trying to figure out what to do the rest of the day because it's freaking beautiful and my family wants to hang out they want to go to like out to eat and go to a park but i'm feeling so lazy y'all feel lazy like me on sundays i'm wondering because monday through saturday i got a lot of energy and sunday i wake up and i'm a zombie it happens every week i don't know what it is they say seventh day they say sunday is the day of rest and to me like my body literally must believe that very deeply because when i wake up on sundays i have no motivation to do anything I can do the podcast because it's, I don't really consider it work. It's just me kind of rambling my thoughts through the week of, you know, what I've been experiencing. But as far as like doing anything very productive, like I didn't work out today. I don't plan on it. I don't plan on working my job, obviously. I'm not going to do music. I'm not really going to do nothing. Sundays are like just a reset mentally, spiritually, physically. In every way, you just reset on Sundays. Uh, that's how I feel. So that being said, am I going to bail on them? Who knows? I don't know. I kind of want to. But I feel like they'll get mad at me. So I may go hang out with my family for a little bit. And I'm going to enjoy this weather. I hope you all do too because we're losing it quick. It seems like it's dropping down like 10 degrees every few days. And it's to the point now where even 1 or 2 in the afternoon, it can be a little nippy. And Austin doesn't fucking like that. You all know how I feel about this weather. So my mood may change drastically on this podcast here in the next couple months, the next couple weeks, perhaps. Um, we'll see when it starts snowing, but for now, it's sunny, so get out and enjoy the day while you can. I love you guys. Thank you so much. If you have any questions for me, go ahead and send them to midwestunderdog at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, and we'll do some fan questions uh, next week. I meant to do some this episode, but I just didn't organize them, so I didn't, you know, I didn't organize the questions and figure out all this shit, so I just didn't do it. I'm sorry. I'll do it next time, um, but you guys are more than welcome to send me a question uh anything and uh if it's somewhat even mildly appropriate i'll answer it um other than that quick plugs y'all know my youtube is austin michael music if you guys want to support me if you like this podcast if you like my music if you like my gaming or if you just like seeing somebody else um you know going for it and going after what they like to do in this life um there's a couple few quick easy ass ways to support me um the first one is if you all listen to this podcast right now just hit subscribe on the podcast and leave a five-star review if you're on apple Podcasts. if you're on spotify just subscribe to my channel austin michael you guys can find my music and my podcast on spotify um you may have to search midwest underdog on spotify i don't really listen to uh much on there so i i have seen my stuff on there but i don't know like if you can just search my name so just to do a safe search midwest underdog uh hit follow my YouTube channel is Austin Michael Music, as well as my all my social media is Austin Michael Music. Instagram, uh, TikTok, where I post a lot of gaming videos, uh, YouTube, all that Austin Michael Music. So just follow me, uh, like my content, you know, a like, a share on the video, those things. I know they may seem like, oh, whatever, who the fuck cares? For me, you got to understand from the other perspective, from the creator's perspective, it really does help me uh, because your share can help show my podcast, my music to somebody who doesn't already like it and who doesn't know about it. And that's kind of how this thing grows. So I love you guys so much. Um, and those are a few quick ways to support me. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Go out there. Have a good week. Love you guys. Peace out.